What was your life like about two years ago? I know for many, including me, life was busy, very busy in fact. Things like running kids to lessons, school, school activities, sporting events, juggling church assignments, home assignments, trying to be a good wife, a good mother, a good daughter, a good sister, a good friend. Of course, on top of that were things like just daily responsibilities, cleaning, cooking, laundry. Don't forget on top of that, things like just trying to get a shower every day or hitting the gym once in a blue moon. Life was so busy. And for so many people, so many women, we were praying, praying for something to change so that life could slow down just long enough for us to catch our breath. You see, we wanted clear focus. We wanted to be able to prioritize. We wanted to do things with our children, spend time with them one-on-one, -on -one, have family time, gospel study time. But life was just so busy. How were we to fit it all in? And being an anxiety coach, I can't even tell you how many women reached out to me saying, I'm failing. I'm not good enough. I can't do it all. I'm not a Pinterest mom. I can't look like everybody else on social media or, or what my neighbors look like. How are they doing it all? Why am I failing? Triggered anxiety, spun into depressions, overwhelm, sadness, grief. It's a lot. And that is what so many of our lives looked like not very long ago. Many of us, including myself, were excited when 2020 came. In fact, I even made myself a mantra. Something I can't even remember exactly how it went, but something to the effect of 2020, a new year, a new focus, new vision, new clarity. And I thought that's what 2020 was going to bring. I thought for myself, 2020, I was reprioritizing, getting organized, being the person, doing the projects, being the way I wanted to be, creating the, my life to be the way I wanted it, even more than where I was at that time. But you see, 2020 brought some surprises. 2020 brought, for some, more fears, more anxiety, more uncertainty. For others, it brought loneliness. For others, it brought sickness, sadness, distance. If nothing else, most of the world learned how to use Zoom. And now we connect with Zoom. But even with the gift of technology, it's just not the same, is it? As having those connections, being able to celebrate 
birthdays and holidays and have parties, go to events, concerts. It's just not the same. And while we're flexible and while we adapt, somehow we get through, we endure. It's just not the same. And so we find ourselves praying now for life to go back to how it was. We keep saying, can't wait for this pandemic to end so we can go back to how things used to be. But how things used to be, we weren't happy either. We were praying for an opportunity to slow down, to prioritize, to spend time with our kids, to have family dinner around a table, to connect with God more. And when 2020 gave us that opportunity, we forgot to look at it and realize that maybe it was the blessing we've been praying for. We just didn't recognize it became because it came wrapped in a very unpleasant wrapper. I know I'm disappointed too. 2020 wasn't what I hoped for. But I did get exactly what I wanted. I wanted our lives to slow down in 2020. And it did. And in 2020, I got more focus, more clarity, more vision. I got 2020 purpose and vision. I got that because that package that was wrapped not so pretty, it allowed us to slow down. It allowed us to eat dinner around the table. It allowed us to spend time together slower time, not rushing out the door every evening for the next activity. We are now on the downside of 2020. We've officially entered the holiday season. And I don't know about for you, but once the holidays hit, Halloween, thanks, then Thanksgiving is just right around the corner. And then before you know it, Christmas is here and New Year's. Once that process starts, the end of the year wraps up very quickly. And I don't want to look back on 2020 and only remember the sufferings. I want to look back on 2020 with that focus and that vision and say, wow, look how much closer I am to God. Look how much closer I am to my children, to my husband, to my family. Look how I got creative in connecting with them. I want to look back on my business even as a time of growth and learning. And because I wasn't running to events and conferences or speaking engagements, And the ones I could do, I could do from home online, freeing up so much time. That I grew during this season as a business owner, as an anxiety coach. I've taken trainings, received new certifications because I've had time to be home. 
I want to look back on 2020 as a season of amazing learning and growth and opportunities. And I hope that as you are wrapping up 2020 and as that as you in the future look back on 2020, you will see the gifts and the goodness that showed up in your life as well. You might be thinking there hasn't been any goodness or gifts. If that's the case, I encourage you to do a few things. Number one, start a gratitude journal today. Between now and the end of the year, write down at least 10 things every day that you are grateful for. When we practice daily gratitude, it changes our lives. It changes our focus. It changes our mindset. And it allows us to not only feel grateful for things we didn't realize we were even grateful for, but it also helps us remember who the source of all of our gratitudes come from. And it connects us closer to God. And when I am feeling closer to God, connecting with God every day, my life is not so overwhelming and so hard. The circumstances may not have changed, but my head and heart and how I approach those circumstances, those do change. And it makes going through these challenges and these crazy uncertain world that we're in, it makes it just a little bit brighter and a little bit easier to see and navigate that crazy world. The second thing I would do is encourage you to prepare. You see, when life gets hard and overwhelming, sometimes it's because we're not prepared for those things. Now, I live in Utah, and this last year, not only did we have the pandemic, but we also had an earthquake, a pretty good one. When you have things like natural disasters or pandemics, they're scary no matter what because they're unplanned and you don't see them coming. But our hearts can rest at peace a little bit more if we're prepared. If we have supplies to get us through three or four days if there's an emergency. If we've prepared our hearts and our minds, if they're aligned with God so that we need not fear they're a little easier to navigate. I was listening to a talk just this morning by Russell Nelson, a gentleman who spoke at a women's conference just a few weeks ago. He spoke to 8 million women all over the world. And he talked about this exact concept of being prepared. He talked about that we need to create safe places. We need to fortify those places so that they are safe havens where we can be prepared there and where we will feel safe and the, the connection to our God. Our homes is the first line of defense, he said, in protecting us from the chaos of the world 
from the uncertainty of the world, from the fears of the world. So I encourage you to glance around your space right now. Glance around your home. Does it feel safe? Do you have some extra food, some extra water? Is it a place where you can come into and feel protected from the world? Most of all, is it a place where you can feel God's spirit and God's love for you? If not, I encourage you today to make even the tiniest effort, a two millimeter sized action to start creating that space within your home. A shield and a protection from the world. A place where you can be faithful to God a place where you can feel his peace. Faith can be challenging during these times. But if you want more faith, you have to exercise your faith. Just like if you go to the gym, if you want more muscles, you've got to go work your muscles. You've got to exercise them. Ponder on Where have you been given opportunities this last year, this 2020 year? And what opportunities do you have coming up as the year wraps up where you can exercise a little more faith? I know faith is hard because faith means sometimes taking action, taking a first step, even though you can't see the whole path. And you don't know what the outcome is going to be. But I encourage you to start with prayer and then take that faith-based action step because God has the light and he can see the journey and he will never lead you on a path that is not glorious for you. Don't forget, you are a beautiful daughter of God with divine DNA and you were put here at this time and on this journey because you are able and capable for this journey. Reach out if you need help. You don't have to journey alone. But make the rest of 2020 something amazing, something beautiful, so that when you look back on this time and you're telling your children or your grandchildren about the year 2020 and the big pandemic and maybe an earthquake or a flood or a hurricane or whatever else you experienced, whatever hardship, whatever suffering you encountered, Maybe it was just homeschooling. Whatever it is, I want you to look back and be able to tell the story of how you learned and how you grew and how you did it with faith and how you overcame and that 2020 became one of the greatest gifts of your life. Again, reach out if you need help trying to figure that out or what your next step is. You don't have to do this journey alone. In the meantime, ladies, I wish you an anxiety-free day and one filled 
with so much gratitude.